When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support, the new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey, y'all, and welcome back for another Bible study recap. I'm so excited about this lesson. I had the opportunity to teach about faithfulness in the society. And this is a recap video um, from that Bible study. This lesson was so good. It is so important to really understand what faithfulness is and what it looks like in action for us as believers. Y'all want to make sure y'all listen to this one because we're talking about our girl Ruth and she has a whole story to give outside of her finding a man. Okay. So without further ado, let's listen in on this Bible study recap called Faithfully Flourishing. Hey y'all. Hey, happy Wednesday. Y'all know what it is. I'm going to one day be so good about posting before I go live. But if you follow me, girl, just know I'm going to be here every other Wednesday faithfully. I'm going to be here every other Wednesday with my Bible study recaps with my mini lessons. Hey girl. Hey, y'all just, just know I'm going to do better one day, but the day ain't going to be today, but here we are. Um, so tonight I'm so excited because we hopped back into our series on the fruits of the spirit. Hey boo, I see you in the comments <laughs> of the fruits on the fruits of the spirit. And we just wrapped up talking about faithfulness. And it was a really good conversation because we were able to talk about Ruth 
and how people always put this emphasis on Ruth and her, you know, Boaz saving her. But we don't talk about how it was her faithfulness that got her in position to be where he was. And so we talk about faithfulness and I'm going to share the definition. So the definition of faithfulness is. Oh, look at all my friends. Hey, y'all, there's so many of y'all. Okay. <laughs> the definition of faithfulness is our unwavering confidence, trust, and commitment in our faith to God. And a lot of times we will find ourselves um, struggling. We'll find ourselves going back and forth. We'll find ourselves feeling overwhelmed once we start wavering. So y'all know that the scripture in, um, in James 1 that talks about a double-minded person can expect nothing from God because they're unstable in all of their ways. And when we talk about feeling overwhelmed or when we talk about wavering, it's because we have um, taking that trust and that confidence that we're supposed to only have in God and we put it somewhere else. So sometimes we put it in ourselves. That's my toxic trait is I be trying to trust myself, child, and she is not, she is ghetto. Um, so we put it in ourselves. We put it in other people. We put it in money. We put it in our jobs. But truly our faithfulness, our commitment should be to the plans that God has established. Because I, tr I promise you, if you run it back, zero times has he ever failed. And so too many times or too often what happens is we don't commit to God's plan because we feel like we can't trust it. But truly, we can't trust ourselves. It's truly the only thing that we can't trust because God is faithful. And so we talked about even what that meant. What we need to understand is that God is not a man that he shall lie. He literally cannot lie. He cannot lie and he cannot fail. And because of that, we should feel confident in putting all of our trust, all of our um, belief, all of our energy and effort in him and in the plans that he establishes for us. But what we what we often do is we stop walking by faith and we start walking by sight. And so we put our trust into other things that are ultimately going to fail us. But when you look at God's reputation, I promise you there's not one person who could ever tell me where God failed ever. Right. But we don't our, our flesh does not run that back when we are faced with a difficult situation. We're too busy trying to predict the future that we don't take a moment to, to pause and look at God's track record in our own lives. And so then we put our trust in something that's foolish. Usually it's ourselves. Usually it's, it's a job. It, it's the whatever a lot of devil told you. We believe more and have more faith in that. We have more faith in the opinions of other people than we do in God. And so I just wanted to tell y'all that the first thing that you have to do to truly um, to truly build a relationship where you have trust with God is that you have to commit. When you look at the story of Ruth, Ruth, her husband died. Um, Naomi, it was her, her mother-in-law and Opa. Opa peaced out. She was like, you ain't got to worry about me, sis. I'm out. Um, because Naomi had told them to. And Naomi was going to go back to Israel. And Ruth was like, I'm going with you. Like, wherever you go, I'll go. Your God will be my God. Because the Moabites could not worship God. These were people who were related to Lot, who was Moses' nephew. And the Moabites were actually banned from worshiping God. And despite that, <laughs> 
Ruth still, despite her circumstance, despite being a widow, a woman, and a Moabite. So she has all of these things, these circumstances against her. She still was committed not only to, to Naomi, but to God. And so it's so important to understand that we have to be first committed to God wholeheartedly. Too often we're committed to the things that we want from God. And so we try to have a level of faithfulness, but we're not truly faithful because the minute that we face circumstances, the minute that things get hard, we peace out because we really have our trust and our confidence placed somewhere else that is not God. And so it's so important that we make sure that we are committed to our relationship with God. It's almost like if you were in a relationship with a man who decided, who never wanted to give you a title, how how, how are you gonna put trust? You, he, he like, nah, you know, we talking. <laughs> How are you supposed to have faith or trust in that relationship when you can't even commit to a title? You don't even want to call. We can't even get us a name. So it's so important that we understand that our faithfulness has to be built on the reputation of God. Our trust in God has to be built on the reputation of God, because we have a lot in common with Ruth, right? Ruth was not supposed to be able to worship God because she was a Moabite. The Moabites had sinned against the Israelites, but we are just like them. <laughs> like we, because we have sinned and we're sinful people, we should not have access to God, but our faithfulness to Jesus our faithfulness and our new relationship with Jesus, us being committed and Christ first being committed, then us being committed to Christ. That's what puts us back in right standing. So that's all I have for tonight, y'all. I just wanted to remind you to make sure that you are putting your trust in proper places, that you do an inspection real quick. If you feel overwhelmed, like, first of all, where is my trust, child? Because I must have left it in a car or something. Like, <laughs> it's not where it's supposed to be. Because when we do um, put our faith in God, he promises us a peace beyond understanding. When we do put our faith in God, he promises that he's going to always show up. When we do put our faith in God, he promises that he'll give us wisdom without rebuke. So it is important that you are able to put your finger on your faithfulness. Like if you are feeling like you're struggling, your trust is somewhere where it doesn't belong. And once you put it back in position, once you find it, okay, once you once you put on your uh find my find my trust on your iPhone, something, once you locate it and put it back where it belongs, then you will be able to proceed with the plan that God has for you. Okay. Hey niece girl, I'm glad. Amen. I'm glad, girl. I'm glad. Don't just where is your faith? Where to go? Where to go? Because we love to talk about Peter. Because he denied Jesus three times. But child, we be denying Jesus a lot. <laughs> we love to talk about Peter. We give him a bad rap for the whole before the rooster crows. But child, the rooster be crowing, the dog be barking, and we still be out here denying Jesus. And we don't. We may not do it um, with our mouth, but our actions show it. We may not. Um, we may not waver with the things that we say. But you say that you trust God with your mouth, but your actions did not substantiate that. You're still worried. You're still anxious. You're still making you're still making decisions um, that are are hasty decisions. 
you don't have the peace that surpasses all understanding. The fruit in what your mouth are saying are not the same. So even though we like to give Peter a hard time for not, you know, for not uh, trusting God and denying him three times, denying Jesus three times, every time that we decide that we're going to put our trust into other things, into ourselves, into the stock market, into NFTs, into anything else that is not God, we are making a decision to put our trust in something that is not reliable. And then we wonder why we stress, depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, all of that. It's because we've placed our trust somewhere where it does not belong. All we have to do is commit to the plan. And when you commit to the plan, the plan has um, outcomes that surpass anything that you ever would know. Ruth is one of the only women in Matthew 1 that is listed in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So she goes from not even being allowed to worship God because she's a Moabite to now she is in the direct lineage. She is one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ of Nazareth because of her faithfulness, because she was committed. She said that she committed to Naomi and she said that she committed to God and that was it. She did not deter from the plan. And ultimately, yes, Boaz comes in and he redeems Naomi and um, and Ruth. But what's even more um, what's even more hopeful is that you see the faithfulness of God because Boaz is literally just a foreshadowing of Jesus coming to redeem us. And Ruth, because she decided, because she made a decision to put her trust in the God that Naomi served, and she put her trust in her relationship with Naomi, she gets to be a part of that. Someone who wasn't even supposed to be able to worship God. So if you are feeling stressed, if you are feeling overwhelmed, I want you to ask yourself, where is my faith? Because I'm I'm wavering because I put it somewhere where it does not belong. Okay, so that's all I have for y'all tonight. I pray that this blessed y'all. I'm about to go lay down. Okay, <laughs> good night. Hey guys, I cannot wait until we come back for season three under our new name, Prescription for Purpose. But right now, you can go ahead and follow us over on Instagram at rxforpurpose for the Bible-based content that you love. And make sure that you rate the podcast, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it.